1: That's Audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500
0: Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Tuesday, September 6th. And we, meaning Mark and I, are here to help you make better financial decisions, Both of us are certified financial planners, and that means we take a big picture look at your financial situation. Even if you call us with a specific question, we're going to bug you with lots of other questions. Sorry, that's just the way it's going to be. Today, we're going to talk to somebody who's going through a rough time. It's Daniel, who joins us from Florida. Hello, Daniel. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. And you?
0: I'm great. What can we do for you, sir?
2: I wanted to get your take. Um, I'm uh, filing for divorce um, in the next uh, week or so. Um, my my spouse and I have been separated for about a year and a half, and uh, we decided that um, I mean things um, aren't gonna work out, so we uh, decided to finalize the the marriage. Mhm. And uh we have a home um that it's it's she's currently living in. I'm I'm the one that left the house uh but we're trying to see what we do with the house and yeah. um she asked me to see if I wanted to keep the house and then just buy her out and give her half of the equity um mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to go with that but I'm a little hesitant because of the high Real estate prices—if um, if it's a good move or not, um, right?
0: And also that if you are going to buy her out, we got to figure out whether you can pay cash to buy her out or whether you have to refinance, right? I, I would have to refinance. Okay, tell us how much is the house worth?
2: Uh, it's probably going to be around three seventy to three eighty. I I would think right now.
0: Okay, and how much of a mortgage remains on it?
2: Uh, ninety two thousand.
0: What's the interest rate on the ninety um, two thousand?
2: Two point five.
0: Daniel, how old are you? I'm 33. And um, your son is four. Just one kid.
2: Just one. Yes.
0: Okay. So here's a big question: What would you do? What do you plan on doing after you get divorced? Where would you live?
2: If I if I don't keep the house, I would. Um, I have a very good friend of mine that we may rent something uh, for the short term and, and possibly put I guess, the proceeds that we get from the house
0: uh-huh.
2: uh, somewhere in cash. I would think,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and then uh, I mean probably buy something within the next five years or so mm-hmm. um, at some point but but I think in the in the short term it will be to
0: rent something okay so let's back up even more. so how much do you earn right now Daniel
2: uh, I earn between 85 and 90
0: and how about her how much does she earn the the soon- to be ex?
2: she she earns about 65 to 70.
0: do you will have joint custody of your child we do yes. Would you live in the same area is the, is the idea that you have to both kind of be in the same place, right?
2: Well, so yes. I mean, I think we have to be uh, within the same uh, area in the same city. I mean, mm-hmm. um, she, the, the reason why she wants me to keep the house is because she works very close to where the house is. Mm-hmm. And uh, she works in the healthcare um, sector. So she works in a hospital that she, sometimes she's, she's on call. For her to pick up um, our son or drop him off uh, in, in the school is a little bit difficult for for her. And so she wants me to try to stay as close as possible so she can, the days that she's with him, she can drop him off at my house.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I
2: could take him either to school or to daycare. We have to stay within the same area, the Orlando area, but I don't have to stay within, I mean, five miles or 10 yes. miles. She would
0: right. Do. I mean, it's the problem is you've got like so much equity in this house, which is great. The reason why it's going to be hard to do the refi is that you'd have to refi for a 30 year, right? Because right. we need to stretch your payments out. And so if you were to refi, would she rent from you then?
2: If No, if I were to refi, she would move out. Oh, she would. Right. She would move out and then I would, I would, I would stay in the house.
0: Yeah. But and you don't really she- care so much. She was the one I thought who wants to stay in the house.
2: No, well, no. She, she, she wants me. She wants you to have had the house
0: just because it's near her work.
2: Exactly. Yes, I got And think she'll she'll find something close to her work as well. So that way okay. we we'll we we'll live. I got close you.
0: Uh, okay. Have you guys already agreed to a, a a like the money part of this, except for the house?
2: We, we don't have it in writing just yet. Um, yeah. we're, we're still working on it. Um, I mean, we, we came to verbal agreements, and I think, uh, I mean, I don't think she's going to change her mind. We're just going to pre- pretty much split everything in, in the middle.
0: Okay. How much do you have in retirement right now, Daniel? Both of us or just me? Just you.
2: Um, I have about $115,000. 115000
0: Okay. And what is her retirement?
2: Uh, she has about 60000
0: and what about other assets? Like do you have bank accounts together?
2: We do. We have a bank account where we have an emergency fund. We yep. have about $21,000 there. And and we have some other accounts that we have money for our parents, but what we agreed that um, I mean each of those accounts we're just going to keep I guess for each parent.
0: Okay. So and no IRAs or old retirement accounts floating around?
2: Well, yes, I mean included in including those retirement accounts I included the IRA balances. Okay,
0: got it. Okay. So just so we're clear, when you divorce, you know, usually what would happen is we would look at the retirement assets and it would be like, you would may have to, may have to like true up the number, right? So you'd say, okay, well together we have 175,000 in retirement assets and that you might send her some of your retirement assets, or you would pay her a little bit more cash out of the house and from the equity, right? Right. Um, So, I don't think keeping the house is a great idea. There's a lot of reasons why, but mostly because I don't know what direction your life is going to take or hers. And I think you've got a ton of equity in this house. You've done incredibly well. You've got this pot of money, $140,000 for each of you is a very big deal to have available right this minute. And it can go a long way to kind of see what happens over the next few years. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. If you were going to have to buy her out, remember, you would have the current mortgage balance of 92. Then we'd have to get 140 from that. So, you know, it's like a lot of money that you're paying in a mortgage, a fixed mortgage at 6%, when we don't even know if you want to really, like, who knows what you want to do in the next group of years. So I think the simplest and clearest way to divide the assets would be twofold. One is sell the house, and then you get 140 grand each, right? The question is, you have to ask her, you know, presumably, if you owe her a little money, right? Because usually, I don't know, Florida's a, you know, the way that they do their, their divorce law. But normally, what would happen is, you'd say, between the two of us, we have, uh, you know, $175,000 in retirement assets, which would mean, that for her, you would get, she would get like twenty seven dollars or $28,000 of retirement from your retirement to her retirement. That's called a quadro, a qualified domestic relations order. And you would send it to her. But you could also say to her, would you prefer to just have extra cash on hand? And in that case, it would be like, you would say to her, okay, whatever the equity is from the house I'll give you extra. You Instead of each getting uh, 140000 know, maybe I'll take uh, $115,000 and you get the rest. So you have to find out from her whether she'd rather receive a retirement asset or cash or extra cash. But that's yeah. it. That's how I would do it. And I wouldn't mess around and I would rent, even though it sucks and you're used to being a homeowner.
2: The problem I have there with the rentals is that the, the rent prices as well in Orlando, they used to be affordable and now they're incredibly expensive to the yeah. point that... I think in order for me to keep my savings rate and and to pay it at a two bedroom apartment, I would have to either dip in, I guess, from the money from the house proceeds, or yeah. I would have to save less for retirement.
0: In, in like
2: once I start renting.
0: All right, like that doesn't seem like the worst thing in the world to me.
2: Yeah, like- I, I did run the numbers, and I, I think I think if if I were to keep the house and buy her out, um, I would I think the mortgage would be about uh, around seventeen hundred.
0: 200. What did you run it at? Did you run a $235,000 mortgage for 30 years at six?
2: Uh, I run it like a 5.5. 5.
0: And it's 1,700 a month. Is that what it comes to?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. 1,600, 1,700. Okay. No, actually, no. Well, sorry. No, it, it came to way less. It, it came to like 1,300, but uh, of course with taxes and and, and the HOA, it, it does come to, so all the house expenses will be like 1,800.
0: And what do you think you'd, what would it cost to rent?
2: About twenty right now, about twenty two hundred, twenty three hundred. Is it a big house? It's uh, much bigger than I would get if I were to rent an apartment. Yes. Would you have? Would you bring someone in and rent out a room? Uh, yes, actually, I do have a friend of mine that I kind of that he uh, has agreed to come with me, come live with me if uh, if that was the case.
0: Would he provide childcare for your son when you're working? I'm just kidding. Um,
2: maybe. May, maybe. <laughs> maybe.
0: Well, now I see your point. I see that. I mean, look, it's a cleaner break if you here's the problem. You know, you meet somebody in two years and then you're like, I don't want this goddamn house and the market's soft. Right. So then you're stuck there. So here's the question I have for you. I'm going to turn it around. Um, Now that you tell me the numbers and you lay it out, the real question I have to you is, would you be, do you feel comfortable spending five, five grand a year, five or six grand a year on rent for flexibility? That's really the issue. And you'll have the cash to do it, right? Because even if, you know, if, if you had 140 or 115, whatever it is, that like if you if you ended up saying, I'm going to spend 15 or 20 grand extra just because I want flexibility and I don't know where my life is going to be and I don't know whether if that's something that's important to you, you can choose that. And if you would much prefer to like, no, you know what? My kid's had enough, is going to have enough turbulence. I want to keep the house. I'll make this work. Then I'm okay. Then it's fine. And you have to make a decision about whether you want, what kind of mortgage you want. Because if you feel like, you know, maybe this is a house I would keep for five years, but not for 30 years, maybe we would do a different kind of mortgage. But if you can really swing it and the numbers work and you'd prefer to stay in the house, then fine. That's fine. There's no problem with that.
2: Okay. And, and, the, and I guess an additional question to that, like a friend of mine that uh, I've been talking to him, he, 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 he mentioned uh, that I, uh, he suggested that to think about a, an arm instead of a 30-year fix.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, it is worth thinking about. And I certainly would be interested in understanding the differential. Here's the deal with, the, with the, an adjustable rate. Um, what you could do is you could say for seven years, within the next seven years, I'm either going to sell this house. I'm going to refinance this house, but I'm not going to just hang on for dear life. And you can drive down the cost of carrying it. But, you know, you put a gun to your head with that scenario because it forces you to make sure you can refinance within seven years. And I don't know if you will be able to, I'm going to say maybe you will, but, you know, rates are going to go up before they go down. And that may mean that you're refinancing at the exact same place where you were. And there's a cost to doing that. Or you say, eh, in seven years, there's no way I'm staying in this house. And then you'd sell it. But there's risk in the arm. It drives the price down today, but it forces a decision within whatever time frame you're choosing. So what you should do is check it out, see what's available. And maybe if you have this house for seven or 10 years, it's like, oh, this is not a house I want to have in the future. Fine. But I think now that you lay it out for me, um, I'm okay. I would always spend money for freedom just in terms of flexibility. That's what I mean, not freedom from your marriage. So that's an, that is an is an absolute rational choice. You just have to decide which of those scenarios feels better for you. But neither is going to be a problem. How much money are you putting into your retirement plan right now?
2: I'm maxing out my IRA, so 6000 a year. And then uh, uh, in my 401k, I'm putting 9% of my salary.
0: You said 9? Correct. Oh, well, that's good.
2: And then we have a yeah, and then we have a four percent match from from my employer.
0: Do you have a five twenty nine plan for this kid, or are you just not not yet?
2: We we do actually, yeah. We started it um, uh, just a few months after he was born, and we're putting a uh, hundred dollars every two weeks.
0: I mean, what you could do is you can pull back on the five twenty nine right now, and you know, kind of make sure everything your cash flow is okay. Once you do the house, and if you still have cash flow, then keep doing it. That's fine. And, and listen, part of a divorce is that you're going to have to carry insurance on one another. Besides splitting the assets, is there any sort of money that you're going to have to provide for child support for your son because she makes less than you?
2: No, I think we we agreed that we're going to uh, to just split it split everything evenly.
0: Okay. If that changes, if there is a, a chance for you to say, let me just give you some money up front and not have child support, I would rather you do that. Okay. I would just, I would rather it just be a clean break, especially because this, obviously this is, you know, we want to make it as easy as possible for you guys and not to have, I find that when you have child support or even alimony, there is like this strange attachment that still exists and it's a financial one. Whereas if you just make the clean break financially, you can do your co-parenting and everything's cool. And make sure you detail out all these things. I'm sure you have someone who's documenting this, but no, no. I mean, verbally agreeing to it is great. Written documentation sometimes causes some people consternation, so just make sure that you feel like you're represented in all of this. Okay.
2: Yes. No. We're 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 in American terms, and we we just hire uh, a, a lawyer to be a mediator between between the both of us. So, so that's great. Uh, hopefully, yeah, everything goes smooth.
0: All right, Daniel, go go out there and shop around. Let us know if you have a question about the mortgage. Okay.
2: Okay. Sounds good. No, thank you very much for your help.
0: All right. Um, If you, oh my gosh, this is divorce planning 101, man. It is tough. He's so calm, right, Mark?
1: Sounds very uh, amicable.
0: Very amicable. I wish I had one of those kinds of divorces. Never have. Just never have. Okay. (laughs) I like to, you know, just leave the relationship quickly and efficiently. So I usually end up paying, but it's never amicable. Uh, All right. If you have a financial question, if you have a question about how to divvy up assets, if you are making just a huge transition in your life, give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know what's going on. Mark will get you on the air if you check that box. But most importantly, we've got lots of other stuff that's on the website. We've got a free weekly newsletter. You have links to follow this podcast, I In Money, as well as our sister broadcast, which is called Jill On Money. Everything there lives on the website. It's great. Mark Tolercio is the co host and executive producer. We're distributed by Paramount Global, and we drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. If you wouldn't mind, leave us a rating and review on Apple. And of course, try to lift someone up today. we will make that person feel better, it will make you feel better. Curiosity, compassion, community. We'll check in with you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com/survey. The
1: Hargan women
0: seem to have it all.
1: We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover